You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Oh, well. Welcome, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I got a terrific Tuesday lined up for y'all today. I am excited because I got a father-son duo in the building who has been making it happen in community. Y'all know I love to uplift all the great work going on. So I'm so excited that Def Chef and his son, Jesse Miller, are in the building. He is a.k.a. Cookie Man. If y'all know him, y'all uh, y'all seen him out there with the amazing cookies. I was just checking with him to see how he can do a vegan version for me. So I'm so excited that they're here. But, you know, before I get to them after the break, I really want to share that it's so important that we dismantle the myth of us not being able to work with our families in community. It is not true. And I'm so glad that I get to really showcase these guys here today that do it all the time. And it's one of those things when we talk about passing down our knowledge to our next generation, Def Chef has been doing that. You know, he's been out here doing, uh, being a cook for so many, being a chef for so many of us. And I love to see that his son has really been like, look, I'm out there with my dad. He's at events, uh, always helping out. And always, every time, just about that, y'all have seen Def Chef on my show, Jose has been right over there supporting. So I just got to say that for me, I really wanted to dedicate this episode to dismantling that myth. And it's on us to do that work. It, we, I can't expect anybody else to do it. It's on us. We talk about it in Black community all the time. Oh, I can't work with my family. It is not true. And anytime that I get to really elevate and uplift that, I want to make sure that I'm doing my part. So, of course, y'all, it's the top of the show. It's a great time to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, tag and share this stream with folks you feel can benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And if you can't watch us, you can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of the platforms, you name it, I'm there. Search for The Day with Trey and y'all will find me. I also want to uplift the fact that some people have been asking me, how do I get your show? I'm like, look, we are on a bunch of different platforms. So you guys may be seeing us on one platform right now, but we are on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, uh, you know, my Facebook, uh, Trey, Trey Holiday. You guys can find it there. There's so many different ways that we have tried to make sure this broadcast is available to you. So if you guys have any questions about how to subscribe, how to check us out. You guys can always uh, send me a message on Instagram at Trey Holiday. That's T-R-A-E Holiday on Instagram. You can also email me here at Converge, Trey at whereweconverge.com. And I do respond to emails. I'm I'm pulling together my team that's going to help make sure we don't have too many of them in the backlog. I think it's important that I be available and open in terms of communication. Um, But this is also a show where we get to uplift folks that y'all know that are out there being a part of the solution and doing amazing things. If you guys have people I need to be checking in with and interviewing and getting their story 
story out there, please reach out to me on either of those platforms. Again, email me, Trey, at whereweconverge.com, or you can always send me something on Instagram. I do uh, check that as well, um, at Trey Holiday on Instagram. Uh, for me, this is not just about, you know, people that I'm connected with or people that I think are super dope. It's also an opportunity for us to really showcase the brilliance within our communities. And I want to hear from y'all. You know, I want to hear from y'all about all the great folks I need to be interviewing. So make sure you tap in with me. Well, after this break, you guys, I'm excited because the father-son duo is in the building and normally they have food. But today I said, we need to dive into all things y'all's duo. I want to really put Jesse on, on the camera and make sure that he shares why he's doing this with his father. So after this short break, y'all, I got Def Chef and Jesse Miller in the building. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Join us this holiday season at the Fifth Avenue Theater and feel the power of love overflowing with the Wiz. Filled with soaring soul and R&B songs, it's an effervescent explosion of music, dance, and magic your whole family will love. Ease on down the yellow brick road with Dorothy as she learns home isn't really where you live. It's who you love. The Wiz at the Fifth Avenue Theater, November 19th through December 23rd. Tickets at fifthavenue.org. Hey guys, Lisa Gordon here, and before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more, before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And joining me right now is Def Chef and Jesse Miller, a.k.a. Cookie Man. What's up, y'all? What's up, Trey? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. It's so great to have both of y'all on. Uh, you know, this for me is exciting because... As y'all heard me say there in the top of the show, we need to dismantle the myth that we can't work together. Um, so I really, I'm gonna start with you, Dev, to kind of lay a foundation. I mean, you've been out here, you know, providing food services, food justice uh, for community for a long time. I mean, literally, I, I, I don't even know how long because it's been that long. Just tell us a bit about how important it was for you to kind of lay this foundation. But then when you said, you know what, I'm moving my son into this, just tell us a bit about that. Well, you know what? Um, he moved himself into it. That that's the first thing. Like, uh, he he probably got into it a little bit earlier than I would have preferred, but when that's who you are and when you're meant to love your people and provide that it's not too hard for you to be that. Like he was the type of person he was interested in activism and stuff like that, like seven, eight years old right when he was real young and i used to be like bro look just do this kid thing do that first learn how to be a kid before you because act when you're doing this activism thing you deal with problems you're you you're a problem solver yeah so i'm proud of him and he fell into it i guess following under me but you know he was doing he was doing his little stuff he he would have little stuff going on with his partners or there might be something going on at school and he's trying to organize and go again. How he, you know, 
he fell into it on his own. There we go. Now we get to hear from you, Jose, because I mean, you're always on the background here. I said, I'm putting you on the spot today. I really wanted to hear, you know, what got you going? I remember one of the first times I saw you with your cookies out there and you're like, this is what I'm out here doing. Tell us a bit about, you know, what inspired you to say, this is something that I'm going to take on myself. Um, it was, it honestly came from the push of family, like how you were saying, dispelling the myth of that we can't work with our family or maybe our family can't push us in a certain direction in a good way. I think that's probably where it came from with, um, with my dad and my great grandmother. She, um, she was happy when I would come in with my little cookbooks from school and show her what I had, show her what I wanted to do. So I think that made it to where it was something easier to try to come into when you felt the support. Yeah, so, it's so true. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much where it came from, because me, myself, I wasn't just doing it on my own. Like, OK, I'm a this is what I'm doing. It was it was more so like, you know, collaboration, like I was getting a lot of help in that way of just getting the support and getting actual physical help like showing me what to do and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, so much of this sometimes is proximity and you've been very closely connected to mm -hmm. not just like, oh, my family, we cook well, but this idea of our people need healthy options. Our people need food out here. I want to hear a little bit about how that resonated with you in terms of, you know, not just doing it, you know, for yourself or just your friends or family, but really bringing your, your skills out to community. You've been at different events with your dad. You guys have been cooking out here. Just tell us a bit about how that experience has uh, kind of informed uh, some of the ways that you see this work when it comes to connecting to community. I can see the way it connects because people come together in a way they may not have without the food or as I should say, the good food. Yeah. And <clears throat> also a person who they know how to do different jobs, like they just don't cook. They know how to host and um, bring like people who are in business all together. Now they're talking about things that they may have not spoken about had they not have had this encounter. So I've seen that side of it. Um, I've seen how it can affect the person's mood. When you, when you give food to somebody maybe who they just can't always provide it for themselves and they see that you got the smile on your face and you're rocking with them, you're talking to them, trying to figure out what they're doing. It could like, force them to take a step in another direction because they're seeing another side. So it was, um, it was some of that. Uh, I would also say the pandemic, um, providing food, helping provide food for all those people, all those families, um, with my dad at, um, soulful dishes while it was, um, closed down. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it impacted so many people uh just emotionally like you just see all you know they're all down and then you give them that food and it just so happens to be something good you know changes everything in that moment yeah yeah no i i agree with you i mean um i was literally out uh, here this past weekend 
and uh, somebody pointed out Soulful Dishes and they're like, oh, have you been there? I said, look, man, when my bro was in there, I was there on the daily. But really, it was that exactly what you're talking about. Folks are getting home cooked meals right? Um, that it wasn't just like on a, from a conveyor belt and like they're getting, you know, what, what would be considered kind of more cafeteria style things. The, the, you know, I can see how y'all were putting smiles on people's faces because the food was slapping, right? Like it was, it was good food. And so I love hearing your perspective uh, on this, uh, just say, I mean, when, when you think about, I want to ask you about this because you're AKA cookie man, you know, well, tell us a little bit about that, because you were just like, look, I'm I'm a just I'm out here. I got cookies. Just I want to hear a little bit about why you was like, I'm settling on cookies. <laughs> um, back to the influence of family. Um, when I was in high school, my dad was telling me, man, you should sell some cookies. Uh, he used to tell me the famous Amos story a lot. <laughs> he used to like kind of get that into my mind. So both of those things being in high school and he was telling me people, people like you, you know, people want to interact with you. So you should start selling some cookies. It'll work or whatever. And I wasn't believing him at first. I wasn't listening, but eventually I started listening. And from then on, it's kind of became something that I kind of did do, yeah. you know, uh, you know, whether I'm at events or, providing it for, you know, box lunches or, you know, if it's a time where people are in need and I just so happen to give some cookies away. Yeah. It became a whole thing. I'm telling you, it became a whole thing. Yeah. And actually, um, it was something I was doing, but at the same time, I wasn't serious about it. Like, uh, I could do it. It just, I don't know. It just wasn't like a priority for me. I would do it, but you you can you kind of understand what I'm saying. But um, over time, I started to look at it like this could be something a little bit more serious. And I am now taking more steps towards getting certain certificates and making sure that I know what I'm supposed to do to make a correct business or going the steps about doing it um, now starting to, but before I wasn't, it was just something I kind of knew how to do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Trey, I feel well, like, these are good too. Go ahead. <laughs> Trey, I feel like we got to normalize, right? Giving our children skill sets that they could take with them for life that they can always control that they could always monetize. Right. As black people, we always have to have something where we get paid first. That's the reality of it. Um, a lot of times, we'll respect somebody who controls 100% of nothing because it's attached to a certain name. I like names. I got the Nike sweats. Uh, as a matter of fact, speaking of names, see my shirt? Yeah. I got this from my boy, Marquise. He got a... He got a company called Conscious Clothing. You spell the consciousness with K. So consciousclothing.com. He's wherever. He has a bunch of stuff. And you know, like, th this is being affiliated with a name, right? But at the end of the day, this isn't my brand. This is Marquise's shirt. 
right? What's Jasay's brand? Cookie Man's his brand. That's not Trey's brand. Trey's brand's not my brand, but we can still all work together, but we still got to control something, yeah. right? And with us, affiliation sometimes means more than having some sort of power, right? But a lot of us work professions. We can't pass down to our kids. This is why our kids are always looking for jobs. They're always looking for opportunities. The average black kid isn't going to college to really network, even though that, that's what college is for. They're going there to get out their situation, kind of like going to the armed forces. So if you got the same mentality at um, Johnson C. Smith or Morehouse University, as you do in the Marines or the Navy, so we got to change our way of thinking. Yeah. If we send our kids to school and they're already making money, they're not going to be there desperate to make money. They're going to harness their ability to make money and they're going to mess with somebody who could help them make more money. Just like the people we competing against. That's what they send their kids there for. Yeah. So teaching this is giving them a mind state I didn't have. Yeah, this is exactly why, you know, I always say to my son, you know, when you when I know better, I have to do better. And I think every generation, there's a level of opportunity to know more and to learn from the generation before us. That's really the key here. Um, and so my mom has this running joke of like, oh, when I get older, I'm going to be like Triana, <laughs> you know, and I'll be like, mom, why do you say that? And I've said that several times on the show. But, you know, when when she sees me doing things that she's like, man, you know, you're just out there doing it. I understand it more, right? Because again, I was able to use what she and my father created as a foundation for me to then pour into my own greatness as they poured into me. So there's something for me as even a parent, when you say that is so true, I'm always thinking about, well, how can I be an example for my kids? You know, I'm always saying to folks here, be an example, be an example. Well, what does it look like for me to do that for my children too? Mm -hmm. And so there's parts of, uh, of how we do this and infuse it that allow our kids to find themselves in it because it's not about us pushing it on them, which is why I wanted to really showcase the two of you. And Deb, I want to ask you a bit about this kind of dismantling this understanding because I know others have approached you saying, man, it's just great to see a black father and his son out here doing work for the community like that. Tell us a bit about how that has resonated with you as somebody who is so many folks that know you in community and have experienced, you know, your love of giving in terms of food and good food out here for folks. Uh, I know I'm not the only one that said it. And then people have said it to me, like, man, it's just dope to see him out there. Tell us a bit about how that resonates with you. I mean, it just means the world to me, right? Like, um, I grew up with Jasay. Um, I was really immature, right? So Jasay came along, I was 27 years old. I was doing all right in life, but I didn't really have a purpose. I was kind of like mindless. And so he came along and he just represented something to build, right? It, this, this was my first time really comprehending um, what real sacrifice was, what real love was, like not intimate love, like real love, like I'll kill for you, I'll die for you, right? I'll, I'll starve as long as you could eat type stuff, right? And so then... From there, I started loving my people more. I wasn't an activist before Jose came around, right? And I met people along the way who were real influential on what I really did. But like Jose's probably, he's probably been 
besides like my grandparents, he's probably been the most influential person in my life. Um, I had anger problems before him. I remember he asked me, bro, why are you so mad? And he just asked me like that, like, I want to know. <clears throat> but why? You know what I'm saying? I learned patience with him. You know, um, I learned patience with myself, right? So um, sometimes I have him around because I know he's going to keep me grounded. I know when I start thinking a certain way, like I'm a grumpy old man, right? You you know me. You know how this goes. He'll be like, bro, what you on? Chill. You need a hug, bro? Yeah, man, give me a hug. So... <laughs> We do that. This is my guy. Yeah, you know, that that for me is uh is, is why it's so important, why I wanted to showcase y'all uh today. And uh it just it crossed my mind that it was important to uplift what y'all represent, right? And uh again, this kind of understanding that you can't do it. It's like, no, you can. And particularly when you have a level of respect that you're also showing to just say, which, which is clear here. Uh, when you hear your dad say that about you in terms of you being such an anchor for him, how does that make you feel just say? Oh, um, honestly, it makes me feel good. You know, um, you know, usually he tells me all the time, you know, the situation will be the father is the one like, instilling everything in the, in the child right but in a way you know we we kind of like feeding off each other you know you know he teaches me a lot you know there's certain things he picks up from me and we just go forward from there you know it it builds up a real strong bond because we're able to go through things together and then come back to it and then be like we were able to overcome this you know just stuff we're dealing with in life and you know, being able to just come together and have that common ground. Yeah, it's so important, man. And I'm, I'm so, my heart is just so warm right now. You guys have no idea. It's so great because I, I see y'all all the time together. But to hear this background uh, for me is so inspiring. It really is. And uh, as, as you guys are both talking, I'm thinking about my son, my oldest son. He just turned 17. Uh, on the 5th of December. And he's like that, you know, he's, he's very chill, very calm. Um, and he has really provided me with an opportunity to see myself in, in him that allows me to even be more, you know, level. So I appreciate hearing that because it's not just me. Yeah. You know, it's good to know that we as parents too can be learning from our children. Um, but, but, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys. I know y'all be busy. Y'all's got, you know, events and stuff later on today. I want to make sure folks know how to tap in with you. Just say, uh, Def, you can always give them your handles too. But just say, if, if folks are like, man, I need cookies. I need cookies for my next event. Um, I'm trying to tap in. Uh, let them know right there in that camera how they can connect with you. Um, you could connect with me um, on Facebook. My name is Jesse Miller on Facebook, J-I-S-H-A-I, last name Miller. Um, but also, just so you guys know, I'm right now I'm working on building up my website. So eventually in the near future, you guys are going to be able to get cookies through the website. So, but for right now, Facebook at my name and also hit my phone number, uh, 253-221-0677. All right. Uh, of course, Def, uh, you stay busy out here in community, but make mm -hmm. sure the folks know how to connect. 
Uh, I mean, Jermaine Miller, Def Chef, everybody has my number, 253-486-0825. Um, I'm easy to get with. If you forget how to get with me, Trey's like my younger sister. Hit Trey up. She could get you in contact with me. I want the community to know. If you need me, get at me. I just got a simple set of rules. Don't announce it to the world. I don't, I don't do this work for accolades, right? I do when you, if you want to thank me, just thank me. Let's move forward. I got plenty of resources for the people. This is what we do. Take advantage of it. Absolutely. Ah, just say and uh, thank y'all so much for being with me. Thank today. you for having us, Trey. I love hanging out with you. Yeah. It's always a good deal yeah, when we're together. You giving us this platform. Of course. It was so great to showcase y'all and for y'all to showcase your love for each other to, to everyone out here and to me. So thank you so much. Oh, just so you guys know, I don't know if you know, actually, Trey is one of the instrumental people in the feeding program that I like there, there's a long story to it. She could tell you about it. She probably would never do it. But Trey has been extremely instrumental in this the whole time. When the pandemic started, she was 10 toes down with me day in and day out. Yeah, no, the, you, you're right. People need to know that. Well, you're right. We don't do it for accolades, bro. Yeah, but I had to. But I had to get. I had to do that for you, though. They they needed to know that. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Of course, the love abounds here, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm gonna wrap it up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching the David Trey. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Tickets start at $27. Visit pnb.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great show today. I want to definitely thank Def Chef and Jesse Miller in the building, father-son duo who is making it happen in community together. And I just really appreciated being able to dive into their background story. You know, many of you may have seen them out there in the community because they do show up. They'll pull up if, if an event needs food. Def is always there. And Jesse be right there with him. And so I just thought it was a great opportunity to showcase, you know, how they do work together. And it was great to hear their love for one another this kind of pouring in and this exchange of love. Uh, I, I, for me, I, of course, I'm inspired, y'all. I'm inspired by what they do. I'm inspired by them sharing their story. I want y'all to be inspired too. When you think about ways that, you know, you can connect with a family member, maybe both of y'all are amazing cooks. Maybe both of y'all love to crochet and you want to do some pieces together. Maybe you want to create a line. Maybe you want to be in fashion. You know, let's look to our family members as our first circle of influence ever. Uh, 
those who are, you know, birthed together, you know, those who are genetically uh, tied by blood and those who are your chosen family. Let's tap into them a little bit more, dive into those relationships because you can do business with family, no matter what anyone says. If you guys have a shared set of values and a principles, a set of principles y'all are going to live by because we know conflict arises, it comes and goes. How are you going to deal with that? And if you guys have that, I promise you guys can make it work. And so be inspired by Def and his son, say today. Uh, of course, for y'all too, to see yourself as a part of the solution as they have. And for me until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.